so good to be here with you all this morning, and I feel like this morning the, the Lord has got me here to call out spirit out of us because we're, we're here in church this morning, not because it's a part of our regular earthly routine. Sunday morning we come to church because this is what we are part of our seven days a week thing that we do, but we come to church this morning because we are of a, another place because we're, we're citizens of heaven, we're just passing through, and we're here this morning because we're gathering with our brothers and sisters in Christ, and we are more spirit than we are anything else. We are in a physical body, in a physical world, and as we look out, it's easy to just see that, but wherever Jesus looked, he, he saw a parable. He saw God at work in the, in the fields and people doing stuff and in their regular jobs and fishing and out in the world and, and in people's hands. And this morning we're here in the, the realm of the Spirit. So this is a place we can connect with God individually at home, but here in the corporate anointing. And thank you, worship team, for leading us into a place of worship. We, we start off with praise and we praise God for, for what he's done and for his deeds. And then we step into worship and we worship him for who he is. We uh, potentially have provision to praise people for a good job. But God said to worship him and him only. And so we only worship the Lord. And as we're here in this place of worship, his presence was here. And he, he's continuing to, to be here this morning. He's continuing to to stir and so just be um, alert and, and awake for what it is that, that he wants to say to us this morning. And so, um, like Leo said, yes, I um, got this title of equipping pastor. When, when Paul got me uh, on, he said, Well, you know, can you come on as, as associate pastor? And, and so we we're talking through this, and, and I was thinking, Well, it feels like associate pastor does all the things that senior pastor doesn't want to do. So, um, <laughs> So we were talking about it, and he said, well, the, well, really, um, I want you here for, for teaching, so perhaps teaching pastor. And, and I actually haven't done a, a Bible college degree or anything like that. I've known a few, know a few teachers, and so landed on this term, equipping pastor. And, and it's been so amazing over these last six months, and um, we've had Kevin come to the ministry school, and we've had um, uh, all sorts. We've been doing ministry school, new Christians classes, and uh, I've been starting to visit all our connect groups and help with integration with new people. And it's just been so amazing. It's been a privilege to, to be a part of Hope Center and feel like it's a really a part of my DNA because my pursuit is for the presence of, of God. And this morning we've experienced his presence, but I feel like we're going to experience it at a, at a deeper level again. And, uh, yeah, um, Sharon, I, I just, um, I felt like the Lord say that what you've been doing has been significant. And so the, the good soil, the good soil of your heart, but you've actually been plowing good soil and it's going to reap a harvest. And what you've been doing has, um, has actually been of the spirit. It's been of the spirit. It's, it seemed quite natural, but People plow the land for fruit and vegetables for, for people to eat, but you've been plowing the land for 
um, for an eternal harvest, to extend the kingdom, to, to bring about kingdom purposes in lives. Um, you might just put in a hand on a, on a shoulder. Lord, I pray for fresh anointing right now in Jesus' name, fresh anointing. Lord, your spirit, I thank you, Lord, that you're the one that leads, that gives revelation. And I thank you, Lord, for fresh revelation and a fresh flow of the Spirit every day. I feel like the Lord's saying that the river will never run dry, that he will continue to flow with you. Thank you, Jesus. And, uh, yeah, just um, lady here in, in the white with the red, red flowers on, um, just on the end, I, I just felt like the, the Lord say that, that you are someone that carries him, that carries his presence, carries his anointing, and I just see you imparting something fresh uh, to those around you. So um, you want to put a hand on her shoulder as well, and Lord, we just pray for fresh anointing to flow. Lord, I thank you that you've called her here for this place and for this time, in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, that there is no accident about her being here but you've designed her to be here for your specific purposes and for your plans in Jesus name um yes yeah, sir on the end with uh with the hat on uh, I, I saw the the joy of the Lord just uh, around you and the joy of the Lord is our strength but I saw you being a strength uh, to those around you as well and I did see uh, miracles taking place around you. I did see the, the signs and the wonders, and I feel like we are stepping into a season of fresh grace and fresh signs, fresh wonders, and, and I saw you walking in faith. I saw you walking um, in the joy of the Lord and in faith and miracles taking place around you as well. So um, again, can we just reach out a hand, put a hand on a shoulder? Lord, I pray for an increase of anointing increase of fire and of power. Lord God, when he spends time with you, I pray that heaven will fall in Jesus' name. I pray for your spirit. Lord, fresh waves of your spirit to, to flow in Jesus' name. Thank you for and bless him. Thank you, Jesus. Well, this morning I um, want to share with you what God spoke to me about. I was driving to the church office Tuesday of last week, and the Lord spoke to me three times as I was driving in the car all in the space of about five minutes. And so the, the title of my message today is Positioned, Empowered, and Commissioned. So it's Positioned, Empowered, and Commissioned. Can you do that with me? Positioned, Empowered, and Commissioned. Because if someone says to you this week, what was the message about you? will be like, um, I, I remember the hand thing. Now, what was that again? It's like, oh, that's right. Positioned, empowered, commissioned. That's, that's what it was. So kind of if you get a, you know, some of us learn with, uh, with kind of hands as well. So um, in fact, a part of ministry school, we've been having um, sign language classes, which has been quite amazing. We've had three courses running at once on a, on a Monday. And so we've had Spirit Life, Anointed for Work, and Sign Language Course, and that's been really good, just uh, having people connecting in with those in our community that need a touch from the Lord. Um, so it's so good. So the Lord spoke to me three times as I was driving to work, and, and so I live in Whitby and driving out, out to the hut. And so from my place, I can go one of two ways. 
Uh, both ways are pretty similar in terms of time. Both ways I get water, which is amazing. I can either drive around Patanui Inlet and through that way, or I can go down the gorge and I can go past uh, Patoni and, and the water out, the harbour out to the right. And so this particular morning, Tuesday morning last week, um, it was looking a bit congested from, from Upper Hutt, and so I went down the gorge way. And as I was driving uh, along the water, the, the Lord spoke to me. And the thing is that the Lord is actually speaking to us all the time, that he is constantly speaking and, and talking, and it's really about us paying attention. It's about us being in the spirit, Ephesians 6, praying the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. So on, on every occasion, there can be a word from the Lord. On every occasion, there is a revelation from God that we can apply into our lives, potentially minister to someone around us. And as I was driving uh, along past the water, uh, I noticed uh, some of these piles of rocks that they've started to place out in the harbor. I think a few people have, have seen some of those. Um, in the end, it's going to be $312 million to create a, um, a, a seawall and, and a cycle path and a, and a footpath. I mean, it's going to look pretty, pretty good. Um, but I, I saw these piles of, of rocks in the water. And the Lord dropped a, a verse in, into my heart as, as I was driving past. And, and I saw these, these piles of rocks and they were, the waves were, were coming around them, drifting around them. And the rocks were unshakable. They, they have stood. They're there to be standing for a long time, whether the tide comes in, whether it goes out, whether there's storms or waves, the rocks remain. And... This verse from Acts 17 came to mind, Acts 17, 24 to 27. And this is Paul, and he's in Athens, and he's been walking through the, the city, and he comes to this place of this public gathering. And he starts to, to preach. He starts to teach and, and share the gospel. And he starts here, verse 24, Acts 17. The God who made the world and everything in it is the Lord of heaven and earth, and does not live in temples made by human hands, and he is not served by human hands as if he needed anything. Rather, he himself gives everyone life and breath and everything else. From one man, he made all nations that they should inhabit the whole earth, and he marked out their appointed times in history and the boundaries of their lands." God did this so that they would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he is not far from every one of us. And so verse 26, and he marked out their appointed times and histories and the boundaries of their lands. And the Lord has marked out your appointed time in history and the boundaries of your influence. He has placed you and it's not by chance, and it's not by accident. It's for this time and place, which is a very significant time and place in history. We can feel the clock winding up. Time is moving faster, and God is on the move. And, and even as we see difficulties in the, in, in the world, we, we shouldn't let that concern our hearts, not to trouble our hearts. What it does, is it pushes us to prayer and intercession as we pray for Israel, as we pray for Jerusalem, as we pray for what's happening around. But 
But we shouldn't be shaken by these things because we know that the Lord has marked out and he's assigned these specific points in time. And so he said to me, well, you're a pile of rocks. Each one of us is a, is a pile of rocks. So we've been positioned. And what the waves do is the waves come, they crash upon the rocks, and then the energy is dispersed around. And, but the rocks don't move. And the Lord is saying that he, his design is sure, that it, it is secure, and that he has placed you for this time in history. And the waves, I saw the waves in the water as the, the kingdom of darkness at work, washing against the, the rocks, washing against the shoreline, trying to erode the, the fabric of society. It continues to, to wash. And, and if we give in to its flow, well, then we'll be washed around uh, in the flow of that because, of course, the Bible says that the God of this age has minded, blinded the minds of believers. And so Satan is called the God of this age. He has been given dominion over the earth. And so he's like these waters, but these immovable rocks have been placed. We have been placed to hold back the tides of the kingdom of darkness, of the work of the enemy, and to take a stand as an unshakable witness. 1 Peter 2.5 says, You also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Christ Jesus. And so we are these living stones being built together. We find ourselves in, in clumps and in, in churches, and as we are together, we make a greater influence because we're part of these local families of the church, and so we are individually stones and then we're also church body and also the family of believers but I felt the Lord say that he has been strategically placing each one of us over this season of time I don't know if you found it might be interesting to see a, a show of hands but over the last two years has there been anyone who has either shifted countries you've come here shifted house shifted job uh, shifted church maybe uh, in the last two years, how many people have shifted something? So we've got quite a, quite a few hands there. And, and I just feel like the Lord's saying to, to those who have shifted that the Lord has brought you in for this time and place. He's rearranging the pieces. He's had others who have been stable, enduring, those who are here because God has certainly put you here for the groundwork, to make the groundwork happen. But what God is doing is he's rearranging right now. I don't know how long this season is going to take, but even with my previous role, being able to visit many churches, there's lots of uh, church leaders uh, going to different churches, leading different churches and a few vacancies. And um, like never before, there is a, a shifting. But what God is doing is he's getting us ready for what it is he's about to do. And he is about to do something significant, something purposeful, and we are here as a part of that plan. So we are these living rocks. In Hebrews 12, it says, we, since, Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and worship God acceptably with reverence and awe. So being in this place of worship, I was thinking even on the car ride over here that we are in the world. And so the Bible talks about the, whatever we do, we should do it with all our might. But at the same time, we're not of this world, and so to hold things loosely. So on one hand, we're fully invested because we know that the decisions and the things that happen here in this time 
have an impact for eternity, but at the same time, because we're not from here, we hold them loosely, we can step back and say, oh, well, it's kind of like watching a, an All Blacks game. You're invested at the time, and if they lose, you can step back and go, oh, well, just remove yourself from it. And so here we are as people of God at this place and at this time. Genesis 31, 46, gather some stones. And so they took stones and piled them in a heap. They ate there by the heap, and Jacob called it Gilead. Laban said, this heap is a witness between you and me today. That is why it is called Gilead. And so we are a witness. We are a testimony as these living stones, a testimony to those in the world. And so the Lord has marked out our boundaries, our times, and our seasons. He, so I drove past his pile of rocks, and, and I drove past while I was behind a tow truck. And God spoke to me a, a second time. I was behind a tow truck. I, I took notice of this tow truck because it had a personalized plate on it. And then the car on top of the tow truck also had a personalized plate on it. So I don't know how the Lord speaks to you. But what he does is I get these cues. It might be a time. It might be 3.33. I, I look to see what he's saying to me. It might be just uh, looking at a, at a tree or a, or a something that takes my attention. And in any of these moments, you can tune into the Spirit because I believe that we need to be listening to the Lord, inclined to the Lord, hearing His voice, tuning ourselves in because it's not that we can't hear His voice, but out of everything that we are receiving, it's discerning. What is his voice and what is he saying in the moment? And so I drove past this tow truck and God said to me, well, yeah, not only are you a pile of stones, but you're a tow truck. You're a tow truck. And I was like, well, why am I a tow truck? He said, well, because you, you carry people places. You take people places. There, there might be people who have been in a car wreck, but you're taking them to a place of restoration. You're taking them to a place of fulfillment and carrying them into a next season through maybe a prophetic word, maybe through something that you do. And, and we carry people because of the anointing that is on our lives. This is the ability that we have to carry people. And, and we do have two anointings at work in and around us. We have the abiding anointing within us, and we have the empowering anointing upon us. And it's like this, this tow truck, and they actually work independently of each other. The abiding anointing is the presence of God in our lives, is our communion and our relationship with the Holy Spirit. And so you can have that abiding anointing, but not necessarily be all that powerful in terms of the empowering anointing. On the other hand, people can be displaying the gifts of the Spirit and be empowered by the Holy Spirit. But Jesus said, well, you cast out demons, heal the sick, raise the dead, but depart from me because I never knew you. And so you can have the empowering anointing, but not the abiding anointing working in your life. So as the Lord was showing me this tow truck, the abiding anointing is like the fuel. It's like the gas that turns over in our heart and our mind. And, and it's this, this word uh, anointing, this word abiding has this element of time to it. So as we abide, as we take the time, the abiding anointing continues to well up within our heart, within our life. But then the empowering anointing, that which comes upon us, is like the, the tow truck. It's like the, the wheels for a particular task and role. It's like the back tray to carry the car. 
It's like the windscreen. See, the empowering anointing can be displayed in many different ways through the gifts of the Spirit. It can be the headlights, the roof to keep the rain off, and it's all these external features of the tow truck. And so we have this empowering anointing that we can walk in and flow in as long as we have the abiding anointing welling up in our life to keep us strong, to keep us empowered, and to keep us full of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, just the um, lady at the back, and you gave that communion message. Oh, hello. <laughs> uh, I just saw the, um, I felt like the Lord saying, he is going to give you strength. He is going to give you strength for all that is ahead because you're going to carry the weight of the anointing of the presence of God, called to be a minister, called to be a minister of the gospel, someone who carries the presence, someone who is full of the Holy Spirit and power to be able to shift, to change things, to take people to new places. So Lord, I release your fresh anointing, your presence in Jesus' name. Release a fresh anointing in Jesus' name. Yeah, I've been changing things a little bit. I've been talking to, um, to Seth and um, developed this thing that, that a prophecy is like a, a window. It gives you sight. Um, but what you can do is you can open that window through impartation and then, um, and then just speak impartation after that. So just kind of... Continuing to learn to, to flow, to flow in the anointing. And so this empowering anointing will come on you for the things that the Lord is calling you to do. Uh, just let me know how many more minutes I got. My next points are shorter. But, um, but this empowering uh, anointing, I remember going to, to Easter camp and I was asked to represent open doors, to bring a story for three minutes on the persecuted church. And for me, it was a, a big deal because the, the audience was, was over 2,000 young people. And, and for me, young people are one of the hardest because they don't care. They'll tell you if it's no good. They're not as polite as adults. So, um, but just such a, a big kind of audience. You've got these thresholds of audience size. And so I was, I was feeling quite nervous and, um, but I remember spending time in the presence of the Lord and he said, well, I'll give you the words to say. And I remember stepping up onto the stage and, and I was nervous beforehand, but then I, I felt the flow of the, the anointing of the presence of God and was able to deliver the, the message and the, the story. And then, um, and then it was a, a good response by the audience, able to step down. And I just knew that the empowering anointing had been there for, for that and I found that when I've been teaching in some of these classes as well, that it'll come to, to like question time. And, and people will ask me questions that I haven't considered before. And then as I kind of open my mouth to, to answer a question, I, I hear myself saying things that I think, that is just a really good answer. I didn't know that. And I, I just felt this empowering anointing come on me. And we're kind of learning together at the same time. So I, I don't know what your particular things are that you do, but your regular gifts and talents, the things that you flow in, whether it's crafting or whether it's even computer work, you can have uh, the anointing flowing through you to, to do better than what you can do normally. It's, it's there, is, it's, it's diverse, this empowering anointing. It's, it, it can look so different in so di different, many different realms and, and places. So I felt like the Lord's saying to us today that we are 
positioned and that we are empowered. And we're also commissioned. And so just briefly, um, the other thing that I drove past is they've been clearing and demolishing a whole bunch of houses beside Melling Bridge. And so you had all these houses there and now it's just concrete slabs. And the Lord was saying to me that it is a new emerging landscape that we have been commissioned into. And so we know that we're stepping into something fresh, real and new. And just as a prophetic voice this morning, I just want to say again uh, what we all know, and that is that we're stepping into a new landscape like we've never known before. But to be ready, to be in faith, and to be expectant for God to move in us and through us. Whether it looks like things are going darker or whether it looks like things are going lighter, it really shouldn't matter to us internally because we're called the light of the world. We're called to shine for him. And so whether it's light or dark, as we shine, see, he sets a table before us in the presence of our enemies. Jesus is right there with us. And so as we're there in the presence of God, it really doesn't matter so much who is around us. We don't need to let that affect us in our mind and our heart and our spirit because our spirit, as our spirit leads out, we can be agents of change wherever we find ourselves. I was thinking about in Acts 10 how Peter uh, was in this trance and God said to him, go with these men from Caesarea uh, and, and go with them. And, and then as he was speaking, the Holy Spirit came even on the Gentiles. It was a new thing that the Holy Spirit came and filled them. And then it, it says that, when they heard this, when the other, other apostles heard this, they had no further objections and praised God, saying, So then, even to the Gentiles, God has granted repentance that leads to life. And that was a fresh revelation to the people of that time, that even to us, repentance has been granted, that we might step into the presence of God, into his family, and into his life. And so this morning, I, I do want to pray. I want to leave some time for us to have a, a time of fresh impartation and fresh encounter because we have been positioned in this time, in this place. We have been empowered, but we can receive a greater stirring and a greater empowering even this morning to go out into our new landscape that we've been commissioned into this week because this week is a significant week. We won't get it back again, and there is something that we can do to breathe life and to those around us this week. So, so why don't we stand, and why don't we engage? I want to pray. I do want to open up a time for us to come and, and just pray and prophesy. i got a ministry team here as well that we can do that. But I, I want to finish with this verse here. And when Jesus, Jesus understood that he was positioned in that time and in that place, Jesus understood that he was empowered by the power of the Holy Spirit, he understood he was commissioned. And so he found this portion of Scripture in Isaiah 61. And even as I was walking up the stairs this morning, um, had David mentioned this portion of Scripture to me. So I felt like this is what we want to finish on. And then he quotes it in Luke 4.18. And Jesus says this. He says, the Spirit of the Lord is on me. Now, Jesus assigns this scripture that has been written hundreds of years ago, and he assigns this to himself in this public setting. And he says, the Spirit of the Lord is on me. The Spirit of the Lord is here this morning because he has anointed me 
to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. Jesus read that. He knew that that was about himself and he declared it as himself. But the spirit that was on Jesus, the Holy Spirit. See, when Jesus came to earth, he emptied himself of all power. The Holy Spirit then came and filled him, empowering him. And the same spirit that was on Jesus is on us today, is on us this morning. And so this verse here this morning applies to you. You are one that the Spirit of the Lord is on. So receive this this morning. The Spirit of the Lord is on me because He has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. That's for each one of us this morning. And so, Lord, I pray that you would release that across us this morning. I thank you, Lord God, that you have called us to this time and place. I thank you for the empowering of your Spirit. I thank you for your anointing that is here this morning, Lord God. And I pray for a fresh release of your Spirit and power this morning. If you would like to uh, step out of faith this morning, you feel like you are about to step into a new season. I'd love you to to come up the front. We want to empower you for this new season. If you feel like there is something stirring in you this morning and you need a fresh anointing for what it is that the Lord is calling you to, I want to impart something fresh to you this morning. So Heavenly Father, I thank you for this place. So just come forward now if you'd like to receive some prayer from the ministry team because we want to impart something fresh this morning. Lord, I thank you for your anointing and for your presence in this place. Thank you, Jesus, for your presence, for your presence and your anointing. This is what we are here for this morning, Lord, to have a fresh encounter with you. Lord, we're here to be in a place of worship, to be in a place of praise and then move into a place of worship to experience you, to hear the preaching of your word, Lord, and to receive something fresh this morning from you that can only come from you, Lord. I thank you that we are spirit, but as we lay hands in the physical, there is a spiritual impartation that takes place. And so, Lord, we pray that you would flow and you would move this morning as we sing. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your spirit, Lord. 